We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. You will drive yeah. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. Hey. And Priscilla Presley announced the death of her horse. On the blast? On her Instagram. It's equally funny. It's funny that she announced the death of her horse. I mean, it's not funny. R.I.P. her horse, whatever. But it's funny that the blast just literally tweeted Priscilla Presley announced the death of her horse. <laughs> She just announced it. Like, how would you even blast up that? Like, they are just, they're like TMZ and they get the hand-me-down. So it's like Priscilla Presley announced the death of her horse. It's truly like, because it was started by a TMZ person, right? So like yeah. his name didn't stay on every email list, you know? Yeah. It's like when you, when you get PR emails where it's like, hi, everyone. Like, it's me, Sydney. And like, you've never met this person. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. oh, unfortunately, my time at like Cooper like Cooper Wilson and like Bloom has come to an end and I'm moving on to like Weber finger and like shoe. Can you believe it? Update your contact information. Yeah, it's like, like I've, I've never, never heard of you. I'm never you updating my, my competition. Like, no. So these are the only people who have updated their contact information. It's just great it was like Priscilla Presley if did. If you click it, go. It, the headline is Priscilla Presley's beloved horse died at Graceland. And then the article is like, you know, two words you know, long probably just says Priscilla Presley is mourning the loss of a loved one after one of her prize horses passed away, which makes it seem like it's not the horse that is the loved one, but like I won't get into it. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. It's fine. And the first she comment was, is, fortunately, the first comment is, I'm sorry for the loss of Max. P.S. Not his widow, which I think means Priscilla. Like this person doesn't like Priscilla. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of the weirdest things about this is on her Instagram, it says it's a photo of her being nuzzled by her two dogs max mm -hmm. and ba mm -hmm. max and ridley excuse me mm -hmm. uh, no Boz and ridley max is the dead horse it said after hearing the sad sad news from graceland this morning that max one of our horses had just passed both of so she's at her house like out of sight out of mind like she doesn't live at graceland 
both of my dogs. Isn't Graceland like a Boz, museum? It's like a museum. Yeah. yeah. You can't live there. Yeah. yeah. Both of my dogs, Boz and Little Ridley, immediately rushed over to comfort me. So they like, I get, they sensed the death and yeah, they sensed course. that Priscilla you, needed something. Of course. Of my cousin course. Ivy was clearing her emails and caught this touching photo of their concern with my grief. I will mix Max tremendously. His story and I will always, wait, his story I will always hold dear to my heart. Yeah. What's the story? We don't know the story. Of the horse? No. <laughs> Apparently there's this story about Max and I don't know the story. It's also weird because literally if you just go to the blast, like half the stories are about horses. It's like a picture of Brody Jenner and, Co- and Josie Canseco on horses. Like Kim Kardashian like rides horses in Wyoming. Like what? what's with horses? Where was the blast when Luck was around? Luck. The, the horse show that, that HBO was like, never mind. Oh, <laughs> remember? <laughs> oh, because they was like, they were killing all those Every horses? horse was dying and they were like, uh, shut it down. And they just like <laughs> well, ended it. Clearly I forgot about it. So it worked. Who was in it? It was like Joan Allen. You're like, and Priscilla like, Presley, please leak the horse dying now. Like, Martin we need it now. Sheen, I think. Okay. Amazing. Wasn't it Martin Sheen? Can we talk about a successful release Apparently, of the weekend? Apparently, Priscilla Presley is one of her biggest pet projects is promoting... Um, Horses. How do I put this? She she promotes the need for us to protect our horses. She's very anti-horse abuse. Well, so, so who's it's like, pro-horse abu- abuse? Isn't Alec Baldwin? Wasn't that the whole thing? What? About like... You know that well. I'm I'm saying horse abuse in quotes because people. That's the fight. Like, right? Handsome cabs are they horse abuse or right. not? Well, the, qu- the question very is that no one's like I love ho- abusing horses. Cabs. People are like, I think that this isn't actually abusing horses, and people yes, are like it yes. is. Yeah, obviously, she's I'm like not everything's that... horse abuse. Right. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Tell us. Talk about a successful release. Let's stop talking about this. Dead that's horse what I tried to transition you into. The next I'm all shook up about this. <laughs> I tried to transition you into hustlers, but you wouldn't take the bait. You wouldn't take the 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 uh, the carrot. I was reaching out. To you as if you're speaking a horse. of being all oh, shook up. Oh, but you up. have to do it. Uh-huh, yeah. I said speaking of being all shook up, I'm using an Elvis transition. I got it. You're shook about hustlers? Yeah, but also they're strippers, so they sh- they're shaken. Okay, but... Uh, do you get it? I get it, but I think what about it's better hustlers? that it'd be sh- you'd be shook by hustlers. I'm both. No, Hustlers is incredible. Uh, best movie of the year, aside from The Farewell. Incredible. Lorraine Sclafaria, my meddler queen, like, does it again. She does it again, and she's a legend, and praise her. It's funny, her first movie, Seeking a Friend at the End of the World, fine. Yeah. Y- it's like, okay, good. Yeah. I remember seeing it being like, okay. Yeah. The Meddler, incredible. Incredible. She's really, you know, she's honing her form. Yeah. It's an autobiographical yep. story. Uh-huh. It's like she's, it's a very like typical sophomore effort, yeah. you know. She directed that too, right? She wrote and directed it. Yes. Yeah, incredible. Then Hustlers. Yeah. Stratosphere. Amazing. And also just like watching that movie, it's so, 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 so apparent how hard they had to fight to make bad opinions stay out of changing that movie. Like how many bad opinions did they have to fight away from that movie of higher ups being like, here are my notes. They're like, no, you can't. We, we don't. You don't get those notes. Like the you don't only get that. reason you I think that. that maybe there weren't that many bad opinions is because it was so cheap. You yeah. know, like the right. first bad opinion right. was like, we're only going to give you 20 million dollars. Right. right. And she was like, fine. Right. J-Lo right. was like, I'll do it for five cents. It's $20 million. Fine. Right. Exactly. And it's like, Cardi's like, I'll do it for free. I'm doing 45 minutes. Cardi's like, I'll scenes, do it for free. Yeah. Yes. Everyone in the poster, it's like, we all knew that most of those people like Lizzo, no. Cardi B, they were going to be cameos. Right. But like, they're extended cameos. Lizzo maybe has like three lines. Cardi has two very funny yeah. scenes. Yeah. And Kiki and Lily Reinhardt are the stars of the show. Yeah. Lily Reinhardt, hilarious. Hilarious. Kiki Palmer, we knew she's hilarious. I mean, he could be walking down the street. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know a thing. Sorry to this man. But like Lily Reinhardt surprised So who, me. so I guess the, in, you know, we do talk about stuff that's outside just who's in them's things. But I would mm-hmm. say for this one, who are the who breakouts of this movie? I would say Kiki Palmer. 
Kiki and Lily Reinhardt. I could say Kiki Palmer. Um, Lily was quite good too, but I do think if I was like, who are the who's that are going to like, I think Laureen and Kiki are like the two like people you maybe have never heard of that are now going to get so much work, so much recognition for this. But you are so, I mean, the, the, that's whenever you're done hyperventilating over Jennifer Lopez. You I know, mean, like, duh. No, I mean, we knew. If no, you I knew, know. I think we just we have to mention She's it. the draw, but I would say like the unexpected, like just star of this show, let's just say is Kiki Palmer, who yes. you maybe had never heard of. You know, Constance Wu's in the news constantly. Huh? You've heard about Constance Jennifer Lee. Lopez. You know Cardi. You know Lizzo. Like, you know these things. But Kiki, maybe. You remember third, Save the Last Dance. Yeah. Kiki's fourth build and steals so many of the scenes. Does so many jokes. She's so funny, and she gets one of the biggest laughs of the whole movie when she runs away. Yeah, and her the scene in the where she jean, runs away. in the jean bathing suit that <laughs> makes the her come back. Suit. That's I cracked when I saw that jean bathing suit. When I realized that was the jean bathing you suit, cracked. I was like, "Wow!" It was incredible. <laughs> Let's get her in this jean bathing suit, please. And that's um, real. She really does. In the article, it talks about how uh, Ramona to this day I is mean, still working on a bathing suit line. She brought in all those little things from the article. Even yeah, the everything. Even the I mean, it was it was literally everything. Everything. I mean, down to the setting of Constance Wu's house. That's how she describes the house. Yep, everything. The whole everything. Thing is so when J Lo is arrested at the ATM, sorry, it's not a spoiler. Don't worry about it. She, it's the exact same scene, the exact mm-hmm. same scene with the money leaving her hand, the tracking shot with the with the uh, the tanning bed that goes into the house. I'm screaming. Oh, the tanning bed. I was screaming. I I was surprised that J Lo had as much screen time. I sort of expected her contribution to this movie to be kind of overplayed in the trailers no, but she's like she's the star fully the star she's i mean constance star. wu is it makes sense that constance like all the drama aside it does make sense that constance wu would get top billing because this is her story that's what i said like, too and people are very much people constance were disagreeing wu. with me and i was like i'm not trying to be like i know you are right like j-lo is the star she flew away with this but let's talk about the actual story it is the story from the perspective of constance wu like it is her story so it, is it makes sense that she might say reasonably I want the lead billing you know because maybe Mm -hmm. she also knows that this movie is not she's not going to be remembered for this one this is JLo's film it's not her film yeah one thing I will say is the the one thing that I that the the most glaring inconsistency between um the movie and the piece is that Constance Wu's character in the piece is extremely unreliable yes like the whole piece is written as though you know, in yes. italics with well, quotes, in the it's end, like she, says she this, is the most untrustworthy yeah. person yes. alive. But in this, Constance Wu is like entirely believable, entirely sympathetic. She does not play it no. as a liar. She does not no. play it. She and, plays it entirely know, straight. She could have played it as a liar. And I kind of would have liked that. You could. I love yeah. the idea when she turns off the recorder and you don't hear any sound. Why not mm-hmm. twist it oh, to be like, great. is this a reliable person? Maybe not. Because you had that meta narrative of like her calling her back after the story and being like crying and whatever. You could twist in a little bit of like, is this true? Is it false? Like whose story it is to tell, you know? I mm-hmm. thought that would have been like, and that's the in the piece. You're right. Like she she calls her at the end and goes, "This isn't real." And the and she tells the fact checker, "This I I made it up, made up the whole thing." And yeah. then Jessica Pressler, who wrote the piece that this is based on, had to call her and be like, "You were not lying. I double checked everything. I fact checked this whole thing. You're not lying. Why would you do this?" And she yeah. kind of was like, "I want to write my own story. Like I don't want. I'm I changed my mind. Like just." you know, tried to fuck yeah. over the whole thing, which, you know, Great doesn't movie. fit as well into the movie narrative. So I understand. But my favorite tweet so far about the movie was, I believe it was from uh, Hunter Harris, the writer at Vulture. And it was that clip, that like Mimi clip from, 
uh, Little Women Atlanta. Yeah, and it, yeah, I it's saw like, it too. It's Miss yeah. Juicy and then yeah. one of the other cast yeah, members. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember yeah, who, yeah, yeah. but also Miss Juicy is the only name I know. Yeah. But it's it's the caption was something like Martin Scorsese and Steven Soderbergh after seeing yes. like Lorene Scafari as Hustlers. Yes. And it's her saying, what the hell are we going to do now? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell are we going to do now? And then, like the other cast members, like yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a. It was not as. It was, it's extremely funny, but it's like a dramatic. It's a. No, it's, it's great. a crime movie. It's, it's incredible. Movie. It's. I gotta say, it's like tense. It's, it's what wonderful. Ocean's Eight should have been. It's what everybody wanted Ocean's Eight to be, and it's the next step from Girls Trip, which was an unexpected breakout comedy success that was a huge, not a huge budget, but did amazing, made the most money. This is a similar thing, maybe a little bit more into the drama league, but like this, people did not expect this from this movie. Jennifer Lopez, incredible. Everyone talks about the scene on the roof where she's wearing the fur. Ugh. I mean, instantly iconic. Everyone's oh. gonna be wearing that at Halloween. My favorite, the scene where I was like, "You're amazing," is the Christmas scene yeah. where she tells the really long story yeah. at the Christmas table. I was like, "You are incredible." You're incredible. You're incredible. You're incredible. You're incredible. <sighs> we could talk about this for an hour. Also, Jennifer Lopez's biggest opening ever. Oh, incredible. Um, Made over $33 million. Yeah, they, you know, let's not even talk about the Goldfinch. Goldfinch uh, Ansel Elgort needs to now step it up for West Side Story a little bit more because no one's seeing the Goldfinch. <laughs> one of the worst. From Box Office Mojo, it says <laughs> one of the worst 10 wor- openings for a film debuting in over 2,500 theaters. And I clicked I'm on it. I'm going to see it. I know you are. I clicked on it and it was like, these are the top 10 wide releases of all time since 1982. Excuse me. Yeah. It's probably going to be in the top 10 at things. These movies, uh, I'm just going to go down this list. Can you name one person in any of these? Friend request. Can you name a cast member? No. No? No. Me either. Because like no one famous was yeah. in it. It came out two years ago. Okay. Keep going. Life itself. Duh. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. The Amazon flop. Who's in it? Name one person. Uh, Oscar Wilde. Nope. Oscar. Olivia Wilde. Uh, Have a good day at work, Oscar okay, Wilde. But Oscar, okay. Oscar. Um, what Olivia Wilde. Oscar Isaac and, and Olivia Wilde. I mix them up. Victor Frankenstein came out four years ago. Oh, um, yeah. Two very famous people in it. Yeah, the Frankenstein and the Fr- Frankenstein's monster. Daniel Radcliffe and James McAvoy. Incredible. Next up, won't back down. Oh, um, two very famous people. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's her face? Seven years ago. Yeah, what's her face? Was yeah. They're teachers. Yeah. And they're like, we won't back down. Yeah. Um, who is it? Viola Davis and Maggie Gyllenhaal. The Rocker. Eleven oh, years Mark ago. Oh, Mark Wahlberg, love it, classic. No, 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 no. That's Rockstar. Oh, what's this it? is the rocker. Oh, Rain Wilson. It was. Oh. They were like, oh, dude from Office will be a star. Huge flop. He wasn't. Huge flop. Lucky you. This is, actually an, this is actually an amazing list because it's the movies that people thought were going to be big but weren't. Well, these are very like, to use the blank check phrase, movies that don't exist. Yeah. These movies don't exist. Yeah. Okay. Lucky you from the director of my favorite In Her Shoes and Weirdly LA Confidential and The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, Curtis know. Hansen and The River Wild. I don't know. Drew Barrymore. Oh, Eric you're right. Banner. That was the one with um. They were like, we play cards. Oh, yeah, terrible movie. Yeah, probably her worst. Oh, that's hard. That's Captive hard to State, say. which I'd never heard of. It came out in March of this year. Oh, no. Aliens. Never. Vera Farmiga. Oh, who knew? Yeah. I didn't know. Father Figures. Queen is in this. F- who? She didn't win last year. Father Figures came out two years ago. What is it? Glenn Close. <gasps> Glenn Close and Ed Helms and Ed- it was like the poster where they're all there I- and you're like, what is this? I have no idea. It's all these dudes and then her and it's like, well. Yeah. And then what else is on this too? Oh, Hoot. Kids movie. Yeah. El- Owls. Anyone? Yeah. No. Luke Wilson. Uh, anyone? <laughs> Joe Somebody. Who? 18 years ago. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who's Joe Somebody? Tim Allen. No. <laughs> and that's it. So it's going to be among the pan- that pantheon. That's an okay? extremely Isn't good that crazy? list. That's a good that's list. Crazy. But that's sad for... Um, 
That's sad for mm, It's not sad for anyone. Okay. No. <laughs> Donna Tart is out here like smoking a, a yeah, cigarette Donna being Tart. like, they made a film. Da- yeah, it's true. Donna <laughs> Tart's like, it's out? What? <laughs> she signed the rights over this maybe a thousand years ago. You know, like she has not... Fanning herself with like her Goldfinch money. Although it's probably even not even that much money. No. But writing a new novel like on a typewriter. No, How does she write? No. Probably on a typewriter. No, she like, you know, she just like thinks it and appears or something. Uh, uh, there's a, f- who's Ansel Elgort? She, uh, whatever. She's like from Baltimore. I don't know why I'm giving her a voice, but like that's Donna Tart. Come on. Let's not get ourselves. <laughs> Fucking Donna Tart. Okay. Let's, let's get into some, <laughs> God. Pre- it's out. <laughs> it's so funny. This preamble. She's on like a, she's on like a chaise lounge on some. It's th- out. <laughs> lawn. Uh, it's out. <laughs> Bretty Sinellis is like calling her like she he's on the line she's like no I don't want to take Brett's call like <laughs> I don't know why they went to call I, I don't know why they no they went calling. to Bennington right but I don't know why uh, he's Brett calling. I'm uh, I'm I'm so I'm so saddened by this goldfinch news we must take a journey to Bennington why we must that? wander the grounds I, and reminisce Julian's gonna, Julian's gonna call me and be like I don't know Get what you guys here. were doing with this oh, Bennington God, bit yeah, <laughs> she'd be like you have to stop with the Bennington bit <laughs> Please, I beg of you. There was some Donna Tart thing where she was like, uh, the best best moment of my life was Bennington. Nothing will ever compare to Bennington. I fully read the entire oral history of Bennington, like of the authors at Bennington. And I was like, this is... Who was there? Franzen was there Yeah, like everybody was there. And like, Bretty Snellis was like, so cool. And like, Donna Tart was like, so cool. (sighs) So you have three novels and how many years invested in three novels? Well... So it's been 30 years. They've been a decade each. How many books can you write? I guess not many if I keep going well, at this devastatingly slow pace. Uh, shout out to Donna Karen. Mm. Doesn't know who Halsey is. Uh, well, Donna Karen. Who does? Sort of canceled a couple of years ago. Yeah. Still, she's a, she's still canceled. She was like, she what, Harvey Weinstein is, like is fine? Is that what she he's Yeah, she, she was like, oh, the women dress like sluts, so it's their fault for getting <laughs> oh assaulted. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, Donna Karen. But then she apologized. Yeah, I'm sure she Point did. Point is, she doesn't know who Halsey is. To be fair, I'm not even trying to be rude, but like, I'm not like, oh, we were supposed to expect Donna Karen, who's how old, supposed to? Not knowing who Halsey is should never make a headline. I don't care who you are. Who, who's Halsey? Is that Halsey? Karen asked, page six, pointing at a guest who is definitely not the star. <laughs> That's funny. Karen asks, I think my granddaughter does know who she is. I'm sure she's great. Same. Amazing. Who do you think the guest was? Uh, I think it was a famous person. Who she thought Halsey was? Yeah, just like some do you woman. Do think it was like Dakota Fanning some or something? Some woman. Some woman. Could have been Cara Delevingne. It could have been Ashley Benson. Could have been Kendall. Could have been Sookie Waterhouse. Probably was Sookie Waterhouse. It was Sookie Waterhouse. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Did so- but Sookie Water. Well, no, she wouldn't even know about the hair. Like, not for nothing, but I've been impressed since 8 o'clock in the morning. I have a whole day of interviews to do. I'm still doing them. I would never just walk by you and not meet you. So to abuse me like that online is kind of fucked up. I have a lot more interviews to do, and I promise I'm going to meet people. But please don't be mean to me. I have a very busy day, too, okay? Next up, this is really funny. This is, speaking of Zoe Deschanel, which we will speak of again we later at length. We must speak of her. That's our number one this, topic. The first thing I thought of when I saw this photo of Stranger Things star Joe Keery looking unrecognizable um, with an Oasis-style bow cut at the Chanel dinner. Again, I'm obviously, that's a Daily Mail headline. <laughs> I was like, this is the power of bangs. This is the inverse of the Zoe Deschanel thing. This They're is, like, what yeah. happened to him? Yeah. It's literally just the bangs. Yeah. That's it. Also, my That's issue, it. my number one issue with Hustlers, which was why she have bangs for 45 years. Nobody would have bangs that long. No one has bangs for that long. Did you agree? That's true. You know what I haven't done yet? I haven't looked at the what? real photos. 
of the women. Are there real photos anywhere? I yeah. haven't Googled it. Yeah, totally. There's real photos. But I actually don't want to see. I don't want to so see. So this guy, Joe Keery, a famous, was, you know, a Stranger Things heartthrob famously because of his hair. This is not even like. He's Steve. Like he, right. Right. But his hair was like Steve's his number hair. one thing. Uh, your hair uh, receives a lot of ink. Yes. Uh, multiple. Uh, yes. These are multiple headlines just about uh, your hair on the show. So uh, how crazy. to get Stranger Things star Joe Peary's gravity to fine hair. I like this. We need to talk about Steve's <laughs> hair from Stranger Things again. <laughs> we already needed to talk about it. We need to talk about it again. Yeah, and and this, that. but yeah. this, you just brought this with you, right? This was yes. not. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, my, I mean, my parents have kind of crazy hair. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, for a long time, my dad was always on me about, you know, cutting my hair and, you know, gotta get a haircut. You gotta, like, gel your hair. You gotta do something to get your hair to stay down. You know, like, it's too big. Get it down. You know, it looks crazy. So when you got so, the part, did you call your dad and give him the news that you were right? Finally, I'm right. You know? <laughs> you know, did he cut his hair differently or did he just style it differently? This slider. It looks Ooh, this shorter slider on is the making side. me crazy. This slider this is making so me. Good. It isn't looks... this how you want your hair? The the Joe the original Joe of... Keery? Not the not the chopped up bangs Joe Keery. I know. The original Joe Keery. Okay. You need a lot of volume for that. No, I am growing it I'm out. I'm not saying I'm you don't I'm not it. saying you don't have it. I'm just saying you you just it looks like it's a lot of work. <sighs> it's a lot of work. So a lot of people on Twitter were like, what happened to Joe Keery? Because he got styled terribly, meaning they like cut his hair on the side, which is a no-go. And honestly, I gotta say, Without that haircut, looks like a basic. He's just like a basic dude. The hair was everything. Now we know. The hair is most of it. Yeah. The hair was 95%. His suit is lovely also. Sure. His sort date. of looks like pajamas. His it's like date pajama is the, suit the, the iconic actress, Michael Monroe, from one of my favorite films of the past 10 years, The Guest. She's incredible. She was also I in... The Guest. She was also in um, It Follows, I believe. Oh, that was her? Yeah, she's oh, I love very good. But she hasn't, Isn't that Dan Stevens? Yes, she hasn't yeah, done... I, I know you those. like... The Guest is incredible. I, I haven't seen her anything in, in a minute, but that doesn't mean anything. I just really like her. I didn't know they were dating, but now I do. Micah. Micah this Monroe? Is, Mike, I don't know how to pronounce it, but sure. So it looks like he cut it for a roll, which is always the case. Point is, it looks completely different. This is the power of bangs, people. But it tr it's true, though. It's it's make or break. And you know what? It broke. This next thing I just put in here because Josh sent it to me while I was in the dock and I thought it was funny. Tyler Oakley, uh, YouTube funny. who, uh, wannabe Ellen replacement, <laughs> posted a photo of him playing the piano and he's like pretty good. And he's like, piano update, nine minutes into lessons. It's like cute. Okay, cool. He, he's getting good at the piano. Yeah. Troy Savant followed up and he said, are you reading sheet music? You're getting so good. And Tyler Oakley said, yes, I am. Let's duet. I'm almost good. And Troy said, no, but keep going. <laughs> that's really funny. That's really funny. That's funny. No, but keep going. No, that's is, funny. It's, it's that's no... Funny. Sorry, Sorry to, to this, this man, man, but no, it's, but keep going is it's great. Funny, but it's funny. There, There is a follow-up. It didn't end there. El Tyler responded like, LOL, like, you bitch or something. Yeah, I don't funny. know what he said. That's funny. And then Troy was like, he, he, trolling he, he, Tyler, he. Trolling Tyler Oakley is, is a goal. No, but keep going. <laughs> it's funny. No, but keep going. <laughs> no, no, but keep Wanna going. Want to duet? I'm almost good. <laughs> like, I'm supportive, but I want no business with you. <laughs> it's funny. No, it's good. It's a good idea. I love it so much. Um, I'm supportive, but want no business with you is also what Farrah Abraham said to 7-Eleven. No, what 7-Eleven said to Farrah Abraham. So I got <laughs> to say, uh, you know, 9-Eleven 
every year always brings out the worst in celebrities it, it does celebrities really uh, celebrities and brands should never say anything or do, like, anything what do, we do? Yeah. what do it's, we do what do we do the answer is nothing, they do nothing but they're told do everything because it's and like, it's mostly wrong 9-11 is like a personal experience for everyone it's like you choose yes. the way that you want to like you know experience that and and remember and do all that as soon as corporate entities get involved and i include celebrities in this list it, it is a mess so you have they've like, got llc's yeah, so you you have you know Farrah Abraham, who I'm pretty sure did this on purpose. She called 9-11-7-11, which is <laughs> uh, it's unbelievable. So we wanted to do since it's going to be September 11, in honor of the Freedom Towers and the Observatory Dome and everything of September 7-11. Uh, we are going to do this. Wow, <laughs> you're still laughing. It's so funny. <laughs> I, it's like it's truly so. Uh, Funny. It's Farah uh, Abraham referred to 9/11 as 7/11, I just, probably intentionally, in and then a had YouTube, to apologize in a YouTube video. Um, she also in a YouTube video in which she gets free tickets to a World Trade Center tour. People were a little bit like, oh, so we were a little cute. upset with you about the whole 9/11 thing. You oh accidentally my god! Call it no, it actually crushed me that. You know, I think I don't even know my name sometimes. I had a blonde moment. I think my heart was in the right space. Yeah. So we had definitely enjoyed 9-11. That was the first time I got to go. Yeah. I think me with no makeup and I was super tired. I, September, went to like another thing. So September much love. I like had a horrible issue, but um, I'm very sorry about that. But we loved it. It's, it meant so much to us. How did you love it? Um, the, tra the World Trade Towers. It was super tall. Yeah. Lady Liberty View. I mean, that's gorgeous. New York City, we loved it. Fashion Week was amazing. So um, hopefully she gets her own star on the Walk of Fame one day. Right. That's why we're here checking out this. Do we expect anything else from her? No, I just, 7-Eleven. I just, it's not, it's too much for me. Okay. So, I'm surprised she didn't say like, never remember yeah, in the hashtag. <laughs> you I know. know. And then on and the other like, end of the spectrum, forget. meaning on the same end of the spectrum, Kristen Cavallari posted an Instagram um, that had a caption that was, uh, she wrote, uh, it was a picture of her looking uh, sexy in New York City and it was... Um, uh, NYC for 24 hours. No, but it, and what a time to and and what a time to be here. Always remember. Yeah. So, but it's a picture of her, like you know. She has since changed the caption to just read NYC for 24 hours, <laughs> and she's also since fired the fuck out of her social media person who posted it. I mean, oh, she fired them. I know, which I almost feel like makes it like you fired someone who clearly like needs the job and was do you know for doing something that clearly you directed. This doesn't also, make you look good at all. It's unclear how long the staffer was on the job. Like I also don't believe that she fired anyone, but whatever. I don't believe. I want it. a name. Yeah, I want the person who was fired to. Reach out to page six. Yeah. I was fired so for posting being... what Kristen Cavallari told me about being sexy on 9-11 on her Instagram. And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if the true story is a little more complicated where Kristen Cavallari was like, hey, can you post this photo? I need, I'm going to need a photo. Or she has some directive to post a photo of Kristen every day, you know? Yeah. But it was like, Kristen was like, can you also do something, you know, in, in memory 9 of 9-11? Yeah. And she was like, oh, I'm going to do double duty. It's like a Daily Mail headline. I'm going to put them both in one. It's like Kristen Cavallari poses in New York City for 24 hours, dot, 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 as she remembers 9-11, as the city remembers 9-11. <laughs> yes. yes. You know. They're happening at the same time. Maybe not concurrently, but they both happened. Oh, boy. We got to move on. I'm already feeling weird. So let's uh, skip right to something even weirder. Felicity Huffman got 14 days in prison. She's going to prison for 14 which days. Which makes me think that Lori's like, I'm fucked. Well, 
I heard from uh, a legal expert, a <gasps> lawyer in Boston. <gasps> Wait, what? His name is Ed. Like someone we, he's you know? He's my friend Suzanne's stepdad. Oh, I love that for, for her. And he's a lawyer. He actually wants to be on the show, okay. honestly. All right, sure. I was like, call in. We'll talk to you about sure. it. He like knows all the particulars about sure, this. Sure. I'm going to ask him to call in actually. Sure. Just leave us a message. We'll play it. He's like a he's like a talking head on like local Boston Ooh, legal stuff. Boston. So he knows all about this Love case. Love that. But a lot of crimes in Boston. the most interesting thing I learned about that. He's not on this case at all. He's just like he knows what's going on. Uh-huh. He's a smart old lawyer guy. Uh-huh. Apparently. <laughs> he's going to love you describing the, him that way. Apparently the reason um Lori might be okay. No. I'm going to butcher this explanation. Sure, sure. But she was charged with conspiracy and Felicity Huffman pled guilty or took a plea guilt for these conspiracy charges. Lori Hoffman's, def- Lori Lachlan's defense apparently is going to be something like, I'm not admitting guilt to conspiracy because conspiracy suggests that you had some sort of agreement with another person, right? So conspiracy just means like more than one person was involved. And she's like, I did this in a bubble. Conspiracy is the wrong charge. And so she's saying she's not guilty of that. And because she has like the money to have good lawyers and because she's, it's not that she's saying she didn't lie to get her kid into college. She's saying she didn't commit conspiracy. You know, like what she did with this guy was an agreement between her and this person. Interesting. It wasn't some larger, larger thing involving other people. And so, so I she, mean, again, I might only, be butchering it. And she only gets but, to do that because she's pleading non-guilty, not guilty. Yes. And so Felicity he just, apparently ugh. thinks that this might end up being okay for her. Which is insane. Like, because originally the news was like, can you believe she didn't take the plea that Felicity did? But that might actually be the smart thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, because it came from him. Anyway, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask him to call in. Um, and we might play it on Friday. Interesting. 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 Okay. <clears throat> but so yeah, Felicity Felicity's gets going to days. FCI Dublin. Yeah. And everyone where's, was where's, a little pissed about that because you know she got 14 days, but you know there's a woman who there's plenty of people who have lied to get their kids into better schools, like the kind of a similar line like, where you like public school districts. Yeah, or where you kind of lie yeah. about your address, like what happened on 9210. Remember that mm-hmm. plot line? And they got two years in prison for that yeah so this vanity fair story talks about this like um black single mother and it was like she did this so and it was like a much smaller thing she didn't even spend money no and she got all these years in prison um well she got sentenced and she only did nine days in jail but so it's this like sort of like this racial divide thing it's like this is so unfair so felicity got 14 days but she may only serve two she may not actually serve anything she might serve nothing she might serve just like really long yeah but if she goes yeah TMZ has already provided us with an artist interpretation of what she's going to look like, and she looks fabulous. I don't understand why they give her like tanning. Like they're they kind of make fun of her for being tan or something. Like they they're like you can tan. Well, they say the prisoners get time upstairs. Like they get sun. Oh, for a couple so hours she can a, tan a on the so roof. So she can tan. No, it's Got very it. sexist what okay. TMZ is doing. Uh-huh. Like it's not like female prisoners get tan time. No, they get outdoor. It's time. sexist. Yeah, it's definitely sexist. Yeah. Um, and this segment is definitely over. The top of this ad copy says Aura pronounced Aura, but what it should say is Aura pronounced like Rita, because it is. It's Rita Aura, but this is just we're Aura. We're quite A-U-R-A. familiar how to pronounce Aura. <laughs> Let yeah, me tell please. you that. And the other thing we're quite familiar with is giving good gifts, because we've both been giving Aura frames to various family members for as long as we've been doing this. And let's just say <laughs> they never flop. As long as we've been doing the ads. It's true, They've though. never 
because Aura frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital frames allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos with the Aura app. And if you're giving Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. I love that. I haven't done that, but I would do that next time. That's a really good idea. I haven't done that either. I like, I'm more like sending people connecting to their frame and then just sending photos randomly so they get a little surprise of a fun little photo that's in their frame. Aura has a great deal for Father's Day right now. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. This deal ends June 18th, so don't wait. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Lindsay, you introduced this. I I can't say it. So late breaking news. I'm trying to think of where I was when this happened because I definitely screamed it out. And I was I, in my kitchen. I made it. I made it uncomfortable for everyone. What day was it? Friday night. I was in my kitchen was and I? then I yelped. Where was I? I was about to go see Hustlers. Mm-hmm. It was, I got. Ba- I had just gotten back from Hustlers. I looked at my phone and saw like a million text. Oh, I turned on my phone after Hustlers. Maybe it was our WhatsApp. It wasn't was our it? WhatsApp, and I saw. All this Me stuff. Me freaking out. And I saw, yeah, oh my God. And I clicked and I said, oh my God. And I said it out loud and everyone was like, what? I mean, some people I with were like, okay. But Zoe Deschanel, who we just <laughs> talked about for literally filing for divorce from her husband or the opposite. I forget who filed, whatever. Um, is now dating the property brother that is not married, Jonathan Scott. Jonathan. Drew is married. Jonathan's not. They're apparently dating. They were spotted. I mean... Here's my other question the about most, this. The most staged photos of all time. It's yeah, so they're so perfect. They're so they're, staged, but they've transcended. They've transcended parody. I don't know. Wild. It's like it's wild. I don't think it's weird. I mean, you know, obviously they always make it seem like fresh off her, you know, divorce. She could have been separated from this guy for a long time. We have no idea. Like yeah. who knows when this news was supposed to come out? I don't love. It's weird that these are back to back. If everything is so planned, you would think that they would try and make it like not back to back, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, these two met um, as they were filming carpool karaoke which if this wasn't cursed enough this is like proof of curse where it's like and the other property brother was there and and so was zoe's sister bones was there so it was bones Bones and zoe and and, uh, tweedledee and tweedledum (laughs) i true true bones was there bones was there um and what i think is even weirder about this this story just keeps getting weirder is that somehow hollywood life is scooping up a storm in this one who in hollywood life is Fucking someone. I'm kidding. Who in Hollywood well, no, life it's, um, is in the? It's Bonnie Fuller. Who's Bonnie in... Fuller's taking it back. Bonnie Fuller's. It's it's her big get. Who it's her first she, big get in a long this time. This is crazy. She had not only did she have the original report, she had his comment, and she had Zoe's ex future ex husband's comment. And they have photos of Zoe Deschanel and Jonathan Scott holding hands and walking to Little Dom's yeah. in Los Angeles. Yeah, which is crazy. Which is literally I... the restaurant you go if you want <laughs> pictures taken of you. It's true. That's where famous people go. And they're doing the walk from the valet parking lot to the restaurant. I can tell. <laughs> I've done that walk. Walk of shame. Just kidding. It's like fine. Oh, and they're holding hands and they're looking at each other. And then they're looking at the camera. And then they're looking at each other again. And they're looking at the camera. Here's my question, though, for you. What? Because at first glance... um. I would say these two are a good match. 
super earnest people. Yes. They're into crafts, both of them. They're into people working with like their them. hands. They're friendly. They love like they're known for being kooky. They're both known for being, but kooky. they're also like good natured. I would say like they're both known yeah. for like like valuing kindness. You know, uh, she's a hard is that worker. What Zoe Deschanel is known for well, valuing kindness. Yeah, because you like hello giggles. It's like I like you know nice things oh, like okay. like flowers okay. and uh, like candy and you know she's valuing kindness. She's like Meg Ryan. You sound and, like a brand mission statement. She's like Meg Ryan and here at Who Weekly. We value kindness. That's true. Anyway, go but on. what I'm saying is, and he and they're known for being, you know, they're shameless hard workers. You know, the, these guys um, struggle. These these dudes decided they tried to become entertainers no matter how they got there. You know, like mm-hmm. I wrote this in the newsletter this week. But like, you know, these guys went through every type of job they could be till they found the one that would make them, fa- you know, famous. Mm-hmm. But my then my second thought was maybe they're not compatible because she really seems like a private person now. And he, these two, uh, the problem. Lindsay, bro- a private person doesn't post for photos walking to Hollywood life w- with one of the property. But what brothers. I'm saying is, they are famously not private. He was in a people spread about trying to find love <clears throat> a mere four months ago. Yeah, and there was that photo. What book was he holding? Like War Ulysses? and Peace. Oh, War and Peace. In a bed, holding the book War and Peace, being like, "I love to read." It I worked. mean, he was cheesy. It but- worked. What I'm trying to say is, like, I find the Property Brothers to be shameless and really love attention. And Zoe Deschanel seems like for the past few years, she has really not wanted much attention. Maybe she's missed it. Is so the maybe thing. she's back. Maybe she was like, I miss attention. Yeah. Hey, friends, it's time to reveal my top crocs for the season in three, two, one. Point is, do you see the thing in the in the dock? What? Scroll down. Yeah. Well, there was this one. This 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 caption. They can't keep their eyes off one another. Zoe Deschanel and Jonathan Scott proved their new romance is off to a great start as they head out for dinner at Little Dom's. And then a source told people, it's new, but they're having a lot of fun together. What in the world could that mean? And then, Lindsay, I need you to open up your phone and check a text I'm about to send you. I love that you do check your text now in advance. Like I'm, you're about, like you're preparing to send me something. I did a Photoshop. <gasps> To build by her side is such a heavenly way to build. Manic pixie dream home. <laughs> <laughs> I screamed away from the mic. Ah, oh my God. You're what gonna, if they're going to get an wait, HGTV show called tweet, Manic Pixie Dream You have home. to tweet this with the episode. People have Tomorrow, to see this. Yeah. Wait, them walking. To build by her side is, is such a heavenly way to build. This what you did while you were waiting for me to get back from the beach? <laughs> this is what you were Yeah, I did that in the coffee shop. I was like laughing at the coffee I'm shop. I'm sorry. Also, you leaving the Hollywood Life um, tag on them is, is iconic. I couldn't get rid of it. <laughs> no, they but, put the watermark. But also, Hollywood Life knows what they're doing. Don't sue us because we need to keep also i feel like this is enough artistic interpretation to qualify as fair use oh my you have to send this to manic pixie dream home manic pixie dream home if they use that name i guess i can't really sue them because i didn't create manic pixie dream girl Girl? the other guy did but what would be in manic pixie dream home do you think what kind of like the thing is but the thing is it's just it's 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 about their aesthetics combining for like um because we're so used to the Scott Brothers aesthetic, right? All their houses look the same, just yeah. like all of Chip and Joanna's houses yeah. look the same. Yeah. Just like all of Christine Elmuso's houses look the same. Yeah. What would their houses look like? A little quirkier because Zoe's involved. Yeah. And also because Jonathan's like, whatever you want, baby, he's definitely going to be that type. Yeah, whatever you want, And then you they want, just babe. go from couple, want, couple, from couple to couple, from couple to couple, and they do it themselves. They do it themselves. These it's going to be a completely different aesthetic. hard-ass workers. I'm so ready for their QVC line. These two. These two. 
they're getting are married. Make a, I've decided. These two are going to make a lot of money together. I got to say, that's my my immediate thought when I see this couple. These two are going to make a lot of money side by side. They're going to make uh they're I mean, it's going to be too much. It's it's going to be uncountable. I mean, I'm manic th- looking at this photo. I'm manic without the pixie. I'm just manic. Okay. Manic pixie dream home. I can't manic pixie dream coming home. Coming this coming next spring. Coming to ne- coming this spring to HGTV. Speaking of shows on TV, there's a show called Saturday Night Live, and um, they hired two universally beloved comedians who you might be familiar with based on their comedy, their internet presence, yeah. their cameos in films. Um, Chloe Bowen Feynman. Yang and what's her name? Chloe, Chloe Feynman, Feynman. Yang. Chloe Feynman does really good impressions on Instagram. They usually she do you know like to hire a viral impressionist these days. They really do mm-hmm. like to bring in someone who is good at that. She's good. I didn't recognize her name. I was like, who is this? And then I watched though? the videos and I was like, oh, duh. You've I've seen, seen all her. of her videos. Yeah, you've, I've seen them all too. It's all happening. I obviously still have a cold. Um, but, you know, Mark and I went and got margaritas and chips and guac. <laughs> and... um you know, we're talking and I honestly think I don't know why I shouldn't host the Oscars. Honestly, me thinking I can't is like internalized misogyny. Also, you guys, I got my hair lightened by Tracy, brows by Christy. Um, I was talking to Jen Gotch and we think that I, co-hosting with Margot Robbie, would be amazing. Bowen Yang, you all know Bowen. He co-hosts Las Culturistas. He was a writer um, for a while on SNL. He was, he was a writer for a year. He wrote some good stuff. Uh, everyone loves Bowen. He's so funny. And you probably know, I mean, if you don't recognize the name. He does the lip sync. What are his Twitter events? He does the lip sync videos. Can I just say so anyone who listens to this podcast is likely to know who Bowen Yang is. Everyone who listens to okay. weekly knows who Bowen but Yang is. But if you is. don't, it means you have something to discover that you will like because uh, it is a similar aesthetic and you will enjoy it. Um, what's he was the, the, he has like a cameo cameo. I guess he has a little role. Did you see Isn't It Romantic? Yes. He's good in that. He has like two lines. It's really it's funny. funny. Um, the irony of this entire situation is you have those two. Bowen Yang happens to be the first Chinese American cast member SNL has ever had, which is honestly saying that gives me a fever. It makes me so mad. Yeah. So they got SNL got really good news for two seconds. They were like, we just hired our first Chinese American. But cast truly member, the irony y'all. is they hired somebody who is Chinese and somebody who uh, is racist against uh, Asian people constantly uh, as a bit over and one. over again. <laughs> His number one joke number one is favorite racism. bit is to make fun of Chinese Literally, people. his and not just like so. This guy, his name is uh, Shane Gillis. Who cares? I'm gonna forget it tomorrow. But it's the, like Lindsay. Remember when you were like on yeah, on last week's episode? You were like, yeah, my bit would be Blue Woman Group. Yeah, this it's like that's his bit. That's his bit. He this goes is his bit. onto podcasts and they're like, we love your bit about being racist to Chinese people. And he's like, yeah, that's a good bit, right? Like, I love doing my bit like, about hating yeah, Chinese like a, people. And it's it's yeah, like I I'm a rebel. Like I don't care, man. It's common. Like I, I ruffle feathers, man. But it's What's just his so name? funny. Does it that, matter? Like, it's one thing to you know, and this is a tough thing, right? Finding a forty-year-old tweet from somebody saying something problematic uh, is can be a little bit of a debate, right? It's like you mm-hmm. know, have they learned from that? That was that was accepted back then. Is not accepted now. There's this a lot was a of year ago. There's a lot of things. This was literally last year, and literally again and again, he repeats <laughs> the same 
terrible slur and racist jokes about Asian people. Again? I mean, it's truly baffling. I, I almost feel bad for laughing, but it's crazy. No, I do feel bad for laughing, but it's absurd how does Lauren Michael not know how to Google? Does no I love one... how you don't know his name. What's his That's name? so cute. Lauren Michael. Lauren Michael. What's his name? Lauren Michael. What's... Lauren Michaels. Oh, okay. Lauren, Lauren no, we're Michaels. Call... He's Lauren Michael from now on. So I'm just saying, like, Lauren Michael has been doing this for, like, <laughs> like 50. I'm not a comedian. I'm not like, I worship Lauren Michaels. Like, hire me. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not doing that bit. That's not yeah, my no. bit. No. I'm, like, out here making, I'm like. I'm sending my packet. <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. Am I sending mm-hmm. a packet? Sure. Am I sending SNL packet? No. Okay, bye. Yeah, bye. Sure. Like, so anyway, yeah. this guy, Shane Gillis, whose bit <laughs> is being racist. Wrong. Like you click the video and it's just like slur, 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 and you have to turn it off. I think enough people love Chloe and Bowen. They both have a lot of also not unimportant famous fans. And those famous, like if these two were any other people, if they were just Joe Schmo, if they were like you and yeah, me yeah, yeah. and we got hired on Idiots, SNL. Two dummies. But, like, th- these people have a following and they have, like, influential no, followers. It's al- this and is so always the case, though. They always... Because <sighs> of this... I, but I'm, what I'm saying is, if they didn't have that, I think Lauren... Lauren Michael would have been Michael. like, I'm not I'm not hiring Shane Gillis, and he would have gotten away with it. But I, I think because of their influence, I don't think he's going to get away here's with it. As th- of recording, here's he the has. thing, though. A lot of people said, conspiracy theory alert, that he did it so that he could fire him so that he could look good, which I think is too much to deal with. But I don't give, I, I'm not going to give Lauren Michael And then this guy, Shane Gillis, comes out with fucking notes up apology, which is like not notes even an apology. Ap- I'm a comedian who pushes boundaries. 10.43 p.m., by the way. I sometimes miss. If you go through my 10 years of comedy, most of it bad, as if I'm going to go through one year of someone's comedy. You're going to find a lot of bad misses. I'm happy to apologize to anyone who's actually offended by anything I've said. No. My intention is never to hurt anyone, but I'm trying the best to uh, I'm trying to be the best comedian I can be and sometimes that requires risks. You know what this reminds me of? You know what this is exactly? Yeah. This is uh-huh. uh this is the exact same thing as a YouTube caption. Like if I uploaded like a Charlie XCX song, sure. I upload White Mercedes to my YouTube uh-huh. and I put in the caption, no copyright intended, yeah. which doesn't even mean anything. Literally means something. This is just me being like, no copyright intended. Like no oh, offense. Yeah, I did this fucked up thing, but no copyright intended. Yeah, no, it's intended. me saying, no offense, Bobby, but you're trash. <laughs> like no yes. offense, like no offense, like no offense, but. But it's just like completely getting everything no, it's, wrong. It's Also, no insane. copyright intended isn't even the right language. Oh, this guy. No, this is insane. This apology He's is out. not an apology. It's insane. And the notes app, like he's disgracing the notes app this is a disgrace of notes app there is an entire industry sub industry sub economy of people like this guy who will be fine once they are disgraced by you know humane people you know, I like just, the moment this guy is fired from SNL, he's going to get a job co-hosting Joe Rogan's podcast. You know, I know what truly, I mean? Like, truly. he's going to go on the circuit with like Sebastian, whatever VMA host, and he's going to be the opener and everyone's going to love him. And I don't think you have to be, you know, super, super PC and you don't have you can take risks, but literally repeating a slur again and again as the risk that you're taking is really not quite a risk, is it? Because you're working off of the perceived notion of what that word is. And that mm-hmm. is not even something that you're embedding into it. Like, no. like you are just, oh, I just hate it. I just hate it. And I, and I agree that it's a thin line. And I agree that it's all about perception. But this is And I agree really that nothing bad. is worse than a debate about comedy. I ever. know, I know. Talking about funny. comedy is the worst thing in I know, the whole fucking world. Yeah. It just so happens this guy really fucking sucks. And it just sucks that, you know, hiring Bo and Yang to be on the show as a as a featured player gets, you know, immediately canceled by the fact that they hired this guy. Yeah. 
if anything, people will be more um, excited to like, people are talking about Chloe and Bowen more than they would have otherwise, yeah. which is good. It just sucks that that's the reason why. Wow, I'm yawning. Wait, we should leave that in. I'm yawning. Oh, my God. Do you need some sleep? Did you sleep well last night? Or did you sleep too well last night? I, that's the thing is like the yawn usually means you haven't slept well. But sometimes I think the yawn means like the sleep was too bang- was too banging. Too banging? <laughs> <laughs> On your Helix mattress? My bed is like my sanctuary, as you know. And it's really because of my sheets, for one. Obviously, my pillows for two. But mostly for my mattress. Mostly my mattress. Mm-hmm. Because my bed is like made exactly for me because I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a mattress because I, you know, I wanted something that felt the way that I wanted to feel. I think I like a medium. I sleep on my side. Yeah, I sleep on my side and my stomach. Same. But I have a, I have a, I have a mattress on the firmer side, which I love. I like But there's a, soft, a little bit of a softness to it. It's I like a softness, a soft, but I like it's also sinking firm. in. I like sinking into the mattress, you know? But that's fine. We all sleep differently. And that's why Helix has so many different mattresses to choose from. They're personalized. They're shipped straight to your door, free of charge. They offer a 100-night free trial. And they offer a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new mattress. But if you don't want to take our word for it, our many, many words for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for hooligans. Go to helixsleep.com who. That's helixsleep.com who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay, Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? So what's Rita up to? What's Rita up to? She's in the headline of a story about us. That's crazy. You searched, We searched Rita Ora and then we came up. We came up, Charlie came up, and then Rita came up in a classic Rita post. That was the trifecta when you search. What else is there to know? That's so cool. What else is there to know? The Guardian, um, hooligan Steph Harmon, um, Stephanie Harmon interviewed us for The Guardian. I kind of didn't know what to expect because this was like, what, almost two months ago at this yeah. point? I fully expected maybe a little Q&A. No, it's a real little like little mini profile. Uh-huh. And guess what? They hired a photographer, yeah. which we talked about on our Patreon. Yeah. Patreon, True Heads uh-huh. Anew. Um, <laughs> and it's a real yeah. thing. And they're beautiful they're photos. photos. And I've never liked the photo of me in my life. I know, life. they're good. We don't take good photos. To be honest, I don't like the second photo. I love I look the second photo. Wild you don't look photo. wild. Winnie looks wonderful. You look wonderful. The table looks fine. It's scratched. <laughs> my dead palm in the background. I think it's good. My like tr- truly gross kitchen. But it's fine. No, it the looks good. The point is, it looks good. the first photo was wonderful. It looks good. And when he's in a when he's no, in the it's Guardian. good. When he's in the Guardian, POTUS is not, didn't missed his opportunity to be in the Guardian. <laughs> We talked about how Rita's too busy to care about us. That's it was great. sweet. Um, what else is Rita up to? Let's stop talking about she herself. She partied with Charlie XCX. They get, al- they get along so well. I really love them together. I think that they make an amazing pair. I think Charlie is a great Rita pal. And I think Rita's a fun fucking person to hang out with. They're MFEO, to quote, sleeps in Seattle. What Absolutely. Is that? Made for each other. Oh, Gabby Halpin, made yeah, for each they other. Are. No, I think they are. I mean, they, you know, they played, they played chess on a big board. They uh the funny thing people were noticing that they set up the chess pieces. Of course wrong. they did. That's yeah, really they funny. Because really, they they're not really play playing. Chess. They wanted the photo. You do it for the photo. Yeah, but, uh, come on. So they hung out. I love them as I love them as party people. Congrats on Charlie our new album. I think it's really fucking good. I love it. 
How do you mm-hmm. feel? Uh, the Charlie quote is really yeah. funny. I love Rita. She's great. We ended up playing a game of chess. There was a board in one of the rooms and we were like, let's go. Um, great. She said Rita won. No, I love yeah. the album. It, it had been a while since I listened to it in full. Yeah, because you wrote, uh, you wrote about it. And I listened to it in full right. again. Yeah, because I wrote about it and I heard about it. And I heard about it. I'm like, you know, like, you know, when you do that stuff and you have to listen to it in like a room, yeah. like at yeah, a label. Yeah, but I think and hearing like a... it, I was hearing it driving today <clears> and I was like, fuck, this is good. This is great. I'm enjoying myself. My favorites remain gone. White Still Mercedes. A fave. I love White Mercedes. Love Thoughts. Yeah. Love Official. You love, love a slow I song. Love, you love a Charlie Ballad. I love a slow song. You love song. a Charlie Ballad. She took some risks. So what else? Rita looks sensational in butterfly print leotard and matching thigh high boots. She She took the stage in Paris for the penultimate (laughs) show of her Phoenix World Tour. Oh, she really does look amazing. Oh my God. What is she wearing? Oh my God. What is this? Wait, I didn't see this. She's wearing a butter. She's wearing thigh highs and a bathing suit thing and a bucket hat that all are printed with butterflies. Oh, she looks amazing. And then she's wearing a polka dot. I think I just read this, but a a polka dot robe over it. And then she wore that all on stage. Oh, Rita, you look insane. 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 It's not just like pattern clashing. It's like the patterns are consuming I, her. It's, it's, I've never seen patterns like this before. She. It's uh, like when, um, it's like, what's the thing like when, uh, like, in, you know, in the Matrix, when he like puts his hand in the like goo and then the goo like goes all over his wait, body. What? It yeah, like covers yeah, yeah, his sure, body. Okay. And it's like, and okay, it like covers sure. him up. It's sort of like she dipped her finger in like a yeah. pattern and the pattern just sort of like sucking up her whole I'll body. Let you I'll it's let you great. with that. It's she fashion. also looked effortlessly cool in a band tee and baseball cap as she enjoys a casual outing in Paris. That's it. She did look cool. She really does look cool. She's wearing a share hat. We should She's wearing try a share to... hat. Oh my God, a baseball hat that says share on it. She's so cool. I don't know how we could do this. It seems like a lot of work, Ugh. but um, what do you think is the most used adjective for Rita Ora? Effortlessly must be one of them. Maybe. Oh, you want to like go through all of her... Or you ad, go adverb, maybe. Press and like see what people are saying. That's too much. Like even like the biggest quantum computer you know, is like, I can't do that. Someone who listens to this. <laughs> you want to look through articles about you who? Know, somebody no. who listens to this podcast could easily make some sort of pr- computer program to do that, no? Like a, a word cloud. A word cloud. Of every yeah. time the Daily Mail, let's limit things to the Daily, Daily Mail. Daily Mail, Rita Ora, word cloud. When there is a Rita Ora headline, pull out the most commonly used words in Rita That's an easy code, yeah. right? yeah. I'm not a, I'm not crash and burn or crash override or whatever. But that seems like easy code. Did you say I'm not crash I'm not, override? I'm not Ruth Marks over oh, okay. here, but I feel like I was that's like, an easy you use code. Use a reference I get. <laughs> what's her real name? Ruth, Ruth Marks, Marks, but then Angela. Angela. Angela what's her? Angela Bassett. Angela Bennett. Bennett Ruth Angela Marks. Bennett. God, yeah. that's the next movie that we're gonna do commentary for. The net. The net. The net. Anyways, are we done? What is the <laughs> what is the cyber thriller called Nanette about? Nanette finds out that Hannah Gadsby made a career off you of her name. You think Nanette doesn't and, already know that, my friend? And <laughs> no, but that's what but that's what the movie's about. And Nanette like starts hacking Hannah Gadsby shit to ruin her life. That's Nanette, but the 1995 <laughs> cyber crim- cyber criminal movie. <laughs> Starring Sandra Bullock as Nanette. Do you know who does an iconic Nanette impression? Who? Chloe Fine Feynman. Chloe Oh, God. Chloe Feynman does does an incredible Nanette. I'm going to put it right here. I wrote an essay, Nanette, bit of an essay, beginning, middle, end. My people, a lot of um, people, I've been teaching the art of tension diffusion since I was a children. Lesbians, feedback, guys, opinion. So I think with that, we should end this podcast Um, since, you you know, it's... It's, 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 we've recorded for a while. Uh, thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Support us on patreon.com slash who weekly. 
bonus episodes every other week, weekly newsletter every at the end of every week. Plus, you got another direct line to us right in the Patreon messages. Um, and also call us at 619-WHO-THEM to leave us questions, comments, and concerns. And we might play your show in a future episode of Who's There, which is on Friday. So see you on Friday. Bye. Thanks for listening. Lauren Michael. You will say that. Famous.